Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. How you doing, everyone? Welcome back to the channel. In this one, we're going to be going through episodes 7 and 8 of my series analyzing the predicted lineups, and we're going to be going through the Roosters, the Eels, the Panthers, and the Storm. So good chance this could be our top four, too. So it'll be interesting to see the makeup of our of our bench minutes and our, and our forwards and, and what kind of... Uh, what kind of you know, strong scores these some of these backs can get in our squad. So we're going to get started with, with the Roosters, guys. Uh, please hit like if you enjoy this video uh, and subscribe if you're new to the channel. But the Roosters, we start with, with our backs, and this looks really set. A lot of people are talking about Suwali possibly coming in and, and taking a spot, but it's not going to happen. Like Who's, who's he going to take in that back five? It's, it's just impossible. He might get a chance on the bench, but he's not going to be scoring too well. You're going to have to wait for a bunch of injuries for someone like him. So... In terms of value in this back five, it'd only be Tedesco, and, and he's your top line wing fullback gun, and, and someone who you'd want in your team at some point in the year. The question is just going to be: Do you want him now? Are you going to be able to fit him now uh, as one of your top line guns? And, and he will score score well with it with a decent start to their season. So they've got three uh, three de- three fairly easy games, you'd say, for the Roosters uh, out of their first five. So uh, for someone who's who's been a, a slower starter to the year, uh, just the first few rounds, there's a chance. There's a good chance that he, he goes bonkers in these first few rounds and and leaves a few people behind in the first few games. So, someone interesting there. Lucky Lamb played well in the trials and and should have his spot over Walker. Walker's really young and he should get a chance at some point in the year. You'd imagine uh, through Origin or through an injury that the Walker will come in. I think that's what they're going to wait for and give give Lamb and Kiri their chance to to form a really good partnership and and do well there. So. Lamb's a great option for your team. Luke Keery is not. So never really been fantasy relevant. Move along to Hargraves. You'd imagine he'd, he'd have big minutes, but I don't see any any upside with him. Jake Friend. Uh, Verrills has been ruled out of the first round, and, and so has Victor Radley. So uh, this team will be fairly well set for that first little bit and, and possibly some changes after that. But if you look at at Friend, his, his minutes have declined, and he, he, you want him to get 80 minutes to do well. 
he's not going to get that. Takiyaho, we sp- Takiyaho we've spoken about. And this one's going to be interesting in terms of, of the minutes on their bench. So you'd expect Tupanua and Crichton to be playing 80 or close to it. Isaac Liu, somewhere around the 50-minute mark. So that leaves 30 minutes there. You'll have about 30 minutes for the bench guys from Hargraves. And I'd say Takiyaho playing about 60 minutes would leave 20. All right, so you've got 80 minutes between these four guys on the bench with you know, at 20 minutes each. You've got Hutchison, who, if he was to play, would be the utility, and he might not play at all, if not maybe 10 minutes. So 80 minutes between these guys. So you're looking at 25 to 30 minutes each. Collins and Butcher should play 30-plus, and then you've got, if, if this is going to be it, uh, but Daniel Fafida, who might play a couple of minutes off the bench. Um, but something to think about when when people like Verrills uh, come back and also um, Radley as well, is that a few minutes from a couple of these other forwards might maybe lost, like a Takiyaho. He might end up at a 55, you know, a couple of minutes down. Hargraves might be down a little bit. Um, Isaac Liu might not play as much. Just just a few, a few things to be thinking about. Uh, you know, you might see Takiyaho play bigger minutes and score really well in the first round or two while, while Radley's out, and then he might drop back a tiny bit. But just, just something to think about. With this team, and there's not too much um, on that bench. You know, we've spoken about Verrills, Walker, Radley, Sawali, you know, Ikevalu is, is as a uh, catch up for the or a backup for the for the backs, but not too much else to talk about with the Roosters. A couple of fantasy relevant guys, and, and a bunch that are kind of just going to do their job. Move on to the Eels. All right, their makeup, their their back five, you'd say is set apart from Opacek. The rest of them. Uh, are very well, very much set and should score solidly. Uh, I wouldn't expect too much upside from some of these guys. Ferguson might have a tiny bit upside given the fact that he that he only scored a few tries last year. Um, so yeah, a little bit a little bit there possibly in a decent side. Dylan Brown scored really well. I don't see much upside to him. Moses could could move up a few a few points into that into into becoming a top line gun given the fact that they had a a really hot start to the year and he scored amazingly and then and then dropped it back a little bit when they started not playing as well. Campbell Gillard had some spurts last year where he played amazing, but I don't expect him to be your consistent top-line gun, so I wouldn't be touching him. Reed Marnay is just a step below our top guns in the hooking position. Junior Paulo, a bunch of people having their team, but I don't see him pr- improving on last year, and he's just below those top guns as well. Sean Lane, similar thing, just below the top guns in the edge, where Madison's your top-line, one of your top-line edge guys, and I'd expect him to score really well in this side. Nathan Brown, again, he should at a minimum be scoring at his 54 average with a chance to get closer to 60 as he, when he plays big minutes, which he should do again in this side, he, he tends to, to score at least 60 plus. And if you're looking at their bench, you've got Oregon Kafusi, who's a, a nice cheap guy who, let's have a look at what kind of minutes he's going to get. If Brown's going to be playing, let's say 60 at, at, a, at a minimum, Madison's an 80, Lane's an 80 for the most part. Paulo, Campbell, Gillard are, are like 60-minute forwards. Let's say 55 to 60. That leaves 40, 60 minutes between some of the bench. Will Smith might might come on for Reed Mane for a little bit, but 60 minutes between three guys. So it's like, are they going to get enough minutes? Isaiah Papali's played a decent amount of footy over over the Warriors. You know, which one of these guys is going to get 15 minutes? Which one of these guys is going to get 25 to 30? Is that going to be enough for someone like Afusi to make money? I think if there's an injury, I think these kind of guys could could make some money for you. But other than that, I think you've got to leave them out of your side at the moment with a few other decent options, but we'll have to wait till our team list to, to see them. 
And then you look at their bench, you've got Carwright, who we don't want to talk about. Nakore, Marit Murata Nakore has done really well in the past when he comes on it and plays some bigger minutes. So, and, and Keegan Hipgrave is at the Eels now. So a couple of names there that are interesting. And then you've got guys like Oldfield, Jordan Rankin to cover to cover the backs. Um, yes, that's about all on, on the Eels side. We'll move on to Panthers. And so guys, just so if you haven't hit like yet, please do so. And subscribe if you're new to the channel. Panthers, we move on with, with Dylan Edwards. Don't think he has the upside. I think he's going to score exactly on, on that 50 average that he's got currently. Staines has a chance to have some upside, but to me, he is a little bit too highly priced for a winger at this stage to pick him up round one. If he's incredibly amazing and, and averages a 50 like a like a Mansell has in the past, then then you can pick him up then. But currently priced at 33, you might only lose a little bit of money. Uh, so money lost in terms of um, missing out on a price rise, but then you can get him in and, and if he ends up being a keeper, then that's fine. Um, but if he could go the other way and average like a 25 to 30 and, and cook you. Momorowski is a really interesting one. And when he's, when he's played uh, a decent amount of time in centre, he's averaged 43 and currently priced... At, at the high 20s. He's a really interesting option for someone that, that has the upside with, with scores of 70 and 80 in some in some certain games. And when you move him into a Panthers side where he should get the spot for at least the first four weeks with Naden being uh, suspended by the club, so in, in, in club suspension, you should be able to see him have a good chance of of scoring really well. And I think, I think he should do that. Stephen Crichton... Uh, is someone that I think requires a lot of tries, doesn't have the base stats, and, and he could improve again this year, but I only think maybe a few points of, of upside. Brian To'o becomes their, their big get-out-of-trouble guy and should get a lot of tackle breaks and base stats in terms of running metres from that. Jerome Luai has the chance to be five to seven points undervalued if he if he scores similar to what he did at the back end of last year. I think he, he has that. Cleary is a really easy set-and-forget captaincy option. He just does everything on the park well and... And being a young guy on the way up, he's still got a lot to prove, for sure, if he wants to create a really good legacy. And and, and given the fact how um, how New South Wales lost last year, they, these guys lost in the final, I think they've got a, a fair bit of um, a fair bit to prove and, and Cleary will, will be that set-and-forget captaincy type for your team. Fisher-Harris has spoken about, and we'll talk about the minutes for, for this bench and, and these forwards, but... Fisher-Harris said you're looking at around 60 minutes for him, which is very similar to what he did last year. Coruscant is an 80. If Moses Leota is going to start, we'd expect about 45 minutes. So that leaves 35, 55. Kick-out plays, let's say, on average around 50 minutes. There's 85 minutes available. They've got Kurt Cagwell here in the starting side for the predicted lineup. I think there's a good chance that Martin plays there. But we'll work out what kind of minutes both of them... I think they're going to play similar minutes in both of them. Thinking if Kirk Capewell gets a start and he gets close to 80 minutes, he averages over 50 and, and it is about 10 to 12 points undervalued there. Isaiah Yo will be playing around 60 minutes as well. So if, if you can work that out here, there's a, there's a bunch of minutes to go around for these bench guys. When Tyra May is going to come on as a utility, he may not play many minutes at all. You think of Eisenhuth who comes over to the squad and and he's a, a bigger minute kind of lock forward type of player who might have to play some some more some bigger minutes through the middle. Spencer Lini only averaged only averaged 20, 20 minutes a game last year, and then you've got Martin. So there's just over a hundred minutes to spare between between three guys. So it becomes really interesting if if someone like Liniu gets thirty to thirty five minutes, he he's going to be ten points undervalued. Eisenhuth is he going to get like that forty minutes through the middle? Is Liam Martin going to get sixty minutes? Maybe Catewell and Martin both get 60 minutes so they can get them both on the park. Maybe they get on at the same time. Kick-out comes off after 25 minutes. 
Martin comes on or Kate Ball comes on. And then when uh, when Kikau comes back onto that left edge a little bit later, maybe he spells one of the other forwards. So you can have three guys on there um, and then maybe a forward pops on at the end for for one, like a, one of Martin or Capewell. Um, just some things to, to think about with those guys. But some really interesting options and Capewell someone to, to keep in mind. Same with Lenu and, and Leota. We'll just have a look at what the team list pop out as. Um, same with Momorowski. If he's getting that spot, I think he's a, a really decent option as well. So, yeah, some really interesting options for the Panthers at this stage. And, and then you look to the bench, and, and there's not too much there. You've got Sorensen, who's a backup backup edge, who shouldn't be doing too much. Matt Burton's there to cover any injuries and, and would be a great player to bring into your side if that happened to come up. Robert Jennings uh, is some some cover for your backs. And that's about all for this team. We'll move on to the last one, guys, in, in the Melbourne Storm. And, and some interesting things have come out the last couple of days. And we'll go straight to that in terms of Harry Grant's been out, he's ruled out for the first three weeks, so Brandon Smith moves into nine. He should, he should be getting close to an 80-minute roll in that side. The other one is Dale Finucan has, has got a torn calf, and he's going to be out for about the first seven rounds. So you can see here that in their updated team list, they've put Nelson into the 13 role, which doesn't really make too much of a difference. What, what this is just going to mean is there's going to be more minutes to, to go around. And this shores up these types of positions for, for Smith, who did average 45 last year and probably has another five to seven points in, in value to make up over those first few rounds. And then what's going to happen when Grant goes back? He should be moving somewhere to a 13 or, or you can see that, that they're a bit light on in the bench now. They were, they did have some big forwards coming off and now they've just got Kamakamika. So I feel like he's going to be your big minute guy coming off the bench in terms of somewhere between 40 and 50. And if that's the case at a, at a point PPM of around one, he's going to be really strong for, for your side and close to 10 points undervalued. The other interesting thing there is Bromwich, is he's, he's going to be playing closer to the 45 to 50 minutes. Welsh is looking very safe for about a 60-minute role now. Kafusi close to 80. Kenny Bromwich close to 80. You've got Nelson, who'd be about 50. You've got Nico Hines coming on as a utility player. Chris Lewis and Tom Eisenhuth should be playing somewhere between 25 to 35 minutes each, and that would round out this team. And, and what you can see there is, is those kind of guys aren't going to be playing big minutes, which allows guys like Smith... Christian Welsh, Nelson to play bigger minutes and have a have a good role in this side. I just think now if you're looking at someone like Welsh, he becomes a lot, a lot safer and a bigger, much bigger chance of hitting that 50 average being currently priced at 40 and will be able to do really well for your side. So, yeah, and, and you look at their others on the on the back back end there. You've got Lumi Lumi and George Jennings as your backup options and, and Max King and, and these guys in the middle. So there's not too much to go in terms of their middles if they get a couple more injuries, and you'd expect some of these guys to have to play big minutes if there's another injury or two. But there you go, guys. That's that's those four teams all in one. Hope you take a lot out of this one, and, and only a few more days to, to team list and, and round one. So get excited, guys. As I said, join the Discord group. Send me your teams if you'd like to, and, and get in on our on our challenge of creating the, a great people's team. But... Anyway, guys, enjoy. See ya. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.